Welcome to Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York's SML Planning Minute, where we share concise and thought-provoking financial ideas for individuals, families, and business owners. Security Mutual, the company that cares. Hello, this is Bill Rinaldi with another edition of Security Mutual's SML Planning Minute. In today's episode, we take a look back at one of our favorite previous episodes. What does life insurance have to do with divorce? Divorce is an event that most of us hope will never have to experience. Unfortunately, it is a sad reality of life for many. But what does life insurance have to do with divorce? Life insurance and divorce intersect in several ways. Let's take a brief look at some of the most common occurrences. Requirement of divorce. Perhaps the most frequent use of life insurance during a divorce, the court may mandate one or both ex-spouses to own life insurance on their lives, but naming the other as a beneficiary as a condition of the divorce settlement or as part of the divorce decree. That is particularly true when there are custodial issues involving minor children or disabled adult children, or when one spouse has sacrificed gainful employment and a career to care for children and the household. Existing policies may be required to be maintained. If existing insurance is not available, the court may require the purchase of life insurance. Typically, the requirement of purchasing and maintaining life insurance remains in effect for at least a certain number of years, generally until the child support or alimony obligations are fulfilled. On rare occasions, life insurance may be required to be maintained for an extended period, including for life. Marital Asset Existing life insurance may be considered a marital asset subject to division and distribution. That's especially true with life insurance products that build cash values. Depending upon the size of the policy and how long the policy has been in force, the amount of cash value subject to division and distribution may be significant. Also, the cash values of a policy owned by one spouse could be used to offset the value of other assets owned by the other spouse, especially when each would like to keep the particular asset. Cash value policies may also be surrendered with the proceeds divided as part of the financial settlement. Note, however, that the surrender of a policy could have tax implications depending upon the circumstances. Financial Support and Guaranteed Legacy Another sad reality of divorce is that it is not uncommon to hear stories in which children of former marriages are not treated as well financially as the children from a current marriage. Indeed, a study done by the National Bureau of Economic Research concluded that, quote, Step-parents and no-contact parents in complex families may be less motivated than parents in traditional families to provide resources to children with whom they do not share their genes or have not shared their homes. Placing life insurance into a trust for the benefit of the children of a former marriage or naming those children, assuming they are adults, as beneficiaries of a life insurance policy can help to ensure that they receive their inheritance and financial support as if there was never a divorce. Purchasing and maintaining life insurance is a way to ensure an inheritance, financial legacy, and the financial support of children from the former marriage who may get lost in the world of subsequent marriages and blended families. Beneficiary Designations 
Failing to change the beneficiary designation of a life insurance policy is one of the most common mistakes made post-divorce. While numerous states have statutes that automatically revoke beneficiary designations in favor of an ex-spouse upon a divorce in various financial products, including life insurance, many do not. So don't assume that because you're divorced, your ex-spouse will no longer receive the benefits of a life insurance policy you own on your life. You should always change the beneficiary on the policy upon a divorce, assuming that the court does not require maintenance of the policy as described above. Note, however, that regardless of whether your state has such a revocation statute, these state statutes do not override federal law. For example, in the case of Hillman v. Moretta, Warren Hillman divorced Judy Moretta and then remarried to Jacqueline Hillman. At the time of his marriage to Judy, Warren was a federal employee and had a life insurance policy issued by the Federal Employees Group Life Insurance Act of 1954, or FEGLI, naming Judy as the beneficiary. After the divorce, he failed to remove Judy as the beneficiary, and at his death, the insurance proceeds went to Judy. Jacqueline sued, claiming that Virginia's revocation statute was effective to remove Judy as the beneficiary post-divorce. The case eventually made its way to the U.S. Supreme Court, which unanimously held that federal law preempts state law. Fegley specifically requires payment of the proceeds to the named beneficiary and to the extent that there is no named beneficiary, designates who shall receive the proceeds and in what order of precedence. So, while it may not have been fair, Judy was the rightful beneficiary. The lesson is that regardless of whether there are laws in place that may control, it is always best practice to review beneficiary designations of life insurance as well as any other financial product or account upon a divorce. Conclusion Divorce isn't an event we would want to wish upon anyone. It can be messy, involve many financial moving parts, and be complicated by the family issues. Life insurance plays an important role in the divorce process as well as post-divorce for the financial care and security of ex-spouses and children. This podcast is brought to you by Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York, the company that cares. The content provided is intended for educational and informational purposes only. Information is provided in good faith. However, the company makes no representation or warranty of any kind regarding the accuracy, reliability, or completeness of the information. The information presented is designed to provide general information regarding the subject matter covered. It is not to serve as legal, tax, or other financial advice related to individual situations because each individual's legal, tax, and financial situation is different. Specific advice needs to be tailored to your situation. Therefore, please consult with your own attorney, tax professional, or other advisors regarding your specific situation. To help reach your goals, you need a skilled professional by your side. Contact your local Security Mutual Life Insurance Advisor today. As part of the planning process, he or she will coordinate with your other advisors as needed to help you achieve your financial goals and objectives. For more information, visit us at smlny.com smlpodcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends about it. And be sure to give us a five-star review. And check us out on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. 
The applicability of any strategy discussed is dependent upon the particular facts and circumstances. Results may vary, and products and services discussed may not be appropriate for all situations. Each person's needs, objectives, and financial circumstances are different and must be reviewed and analyzed independently. We encourage individuals to seek personalized advice from a qualified Security Mutual Life Insurance Advisor regarding their personal needs, objectives, and financial circumstances. Insurance products are issued by Security Mutual Life Insurance Company of New York, Binghamton, New York. Product availability and features may vary by state.